This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. The ITC is not pausing its U.S. Apple watch ban. Apple's Vision Pro mixed reality headsets may be available in a few months. And those QR code attacks probably aren't coming for your scan-to-order menus. It's Thursday, December 21st, and this is Engadget News. Following the patent dispute over the blood oxygen sensor on the Apple Watch Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2, the International Trade Commission sided with medical technology company Massimo and ordered to halt all sales of said wearables in the U.S., inconveniently for Apple just in time for the holidays. Apple has since filed a motion to pause this ban until its appeal is done, but yesterday the ITC denied the request, meaning the Apple Watch ban is going ahead, unless President Biden decides to veto. The Apple Watch models affected will stop being sold on Apple.com today then on Sunday, December 24th at Apple's retail stores, and then until stocks run out for third-party retailers like Amazon and Best Buy, which could be pretty fast given the import ban on Tuesday, December 26th. Other models like the Apple Watch SE that don't contain a blood oxygen sensor will continue to be sold. Massimo filed its lawsuit against Apple in 2021, over alleged violations of patents related to light-based blood oxygen monitoring. The case originally targeted the Apple Watch Series 6, but despite the sales ban, you can continue to use the blood oxygen feature on that and other previously purchased Apple Watch models. In retaliation, Apple filed two patent infringement suits against Massimo in October 2022 claiming that the latter's own smartwatch copied Apple Watch features. When Apple introduced the Vision Pro Mixed Reality headset, it had no clear release schedule and only said that the device will be available sometime early next year. Well, according to a new report by Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, early next year means as soon as February. Apple reportedly ramped up production of the headset in China over the past several weeks with the intention of getting the devices ready for consumers by the end of January. The plan is to make the Vision Pro available the month after that. In addition to ramping up production, Apple has reportedly sent developers an email notifying them to test their apps for the headset with the latest tools and to send their software to the company for feedback. Gurman says that's another sign of the device's impending release. In his report, Gurman also detailed the steps Apple is taking to launch a completely new product category. The last time the company introduced a brand new product was in 2015, 
when it started selling the Apple Watch, but the Vision Pro is a different beast that requires meticulous planning for its release. Since the headset has multiple possible configurations and could be customized to meet each customer's needs, Apple is apparently sending at least two staffers from each retail store to its headquarters for training in January. There, they'll be taught how to attach the device's headband and light seals, as well as how to fit prescription lenses. The Vision Pro will set customers back $3,500 when it goes on sale, but Garmin previously reported that Apple is working on a more affordable and less powerful version that will cost between $1,500 and $2,500. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. QR code-based phishing attacks appear to be on the rise. For this new hacking vector, someone gets a phishing email asking them to scan a QR code, and that code redirects to a malicious link, usually to steal credentials, and an account takeover occurs. Local news organizations have warned the public to watch out, security leadership publications tell executives to be careful, and security companies really, really want you to call it quishing. Uh, To be fair, there have been some notable headlines about it lately. A large-scale version of this against an unnamed major U.S. energy company went after Microsoft logins, according to a CoFence report in August. Security researchers have unanimously reported some level of uptick or spike in the attack vector this year. Even the Federal Trade Commission warned consumers of the dangers. The fanfare around these attacks, however, mostly outweighs the threat of using QR codes in your daily life. Phishing has been, and will likely always be, a prevalent way to trap victims, and what we're seeing when people talk about QR code attacks is just another way to do that. That's why, despite how the reports may generalize the dangers of QR codes as a whole, some common-sense security practices that you already use to avoid phishing can help you avoid this tactic, too. Security professionals advise against scanning unknown QR codes in the same way you shouldn't plug a random thumb drive into your device. But while you should always be on guard to protect against phishing attacks, you don't really have to worry about using QR codes in your daily life because it's still rare to see them used as a hacking tactic. Thanks for listening. There's more to these stories and additional articles at Engadget.com. This episode featured journalism by Engadget contributors Richard Lai, Mariella Moon, and Katie Malone, and was produced by Spoken Layer. Enjoy your day, and I'll be back tomorrow morning with more Engadget news. And check out Engadget Next, dropping here on the same channel later today. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. 
You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.